0: Surprise! Just kidding. I just wanted to put out just a quick short little message to everybody hoping you all had a great Christmas or holiday however you celebrate and also wish you a happy new year as I'm putting this out just right after I record it here on the what is this the 29th No, today's the 28th of December. Let me tell you, since I'm not working anymore outside this house, oh my gosh, I am like, what day is it, what day is it? And I feel like some of my retired patients that would come in to my office and be like, what day is it? (laughs) So yeah, so just a couple of things. Um, I sent out, and my eyeballs are absolutely burning, um, I sent out a ton of Facebook Messenger messages and some email follow-ups uh, to people that I had touch based with on, on or touched base with. Can't even talk. This is what happens when I take time off. Uh, to um, to um, and obviously this is raw and unedited. So welcome to my bloopers. Yeah. Um, anyway. Um, That I had originally touched base with up to two years ago when I first started the podcast and I'm sending out messages and they are standard uh, messages that I had pre-written. And so if you got one from me and you've already sent your story and I've already read it, I'm going to apologize for that now. And the reason is, is especially when it's going out on Facebook, conversations start on Facebook Messenger a lot of the times, or at least they did, and then they swapped over to email. And sometimes people's Facebook Messenger or Facebook accounts are different email accounts uh, as far as names go for privacy. And then in the, the email, same thing. It's a different name. And then there's a different name for the story. So it can get a little confusing so um, if you got hit twice that's why also if you are a listener and I sent you that message um, and you were actually a man who had been unfaithful that was just my way of still touching base and I will circle back around and correct that with you and say yes I know that but I'm just trying to get all these things out to everybody and it was hundreds I'm not kidding you. I'm not joking either when I say my eyeballs are burning. I think they're like wide, they were wide open, like stuck and dry because I was just looking through all the messages and deleting any old messenger ones that weren't in relation to a podcast story, if it was somebody just wanting the links to the show, okay. But if it's somebody who genuinely wants to share their story, and things had just kind of gone by the wayside, or time got away from us, or it's just not been convenient, I wanted to circle back around. And this goes for my Patreon listeners as well. I actually put out a special post because the people who listen on Patreon, I can actually correspond with them with written posts or photos, and I know that each one is getting a notification, whereas for the listeners on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, all those places, uh, there's no direct uh, contact except this way. So I am, of course, looking for 2022 stories. I have a few to get the year started, but would love more. Uh, especially for Patreon. There's a, you know, I'm running low on Patreon stories and um, it always makes me nervous. You know, I'm one of those people that has to have X amount, $1,000 or whatever, in my checking account at all times for a cushion. (laughs) Well, it's kind of that way with the podcast and it always works out and I have faith that it will. Um, But I just wanted to put that out to everybody. Um, Over the last month, since I haven't been working, I've actually received a lot of new Patreon listeners. Um, And I think today I got my 81st. Okay, my first goal was 50. And I met that a couple months ago. Um, So I'm just so excited that I'm at 81. (laughs) I know it's not a ton. um, But that's where people are paying a couple of bucks a month to get those bonus episodes um, that the regular podcast does not share. And it's usually the stories of the men um, who were affected by female infidelity. And from time to time, I also have a story, but I haven't recently, um, but of when the men decided to cheat. And I, they feel comfortable wanting to share their story and get it off. Um, their chest but as everybody knows the main point of this whole podcast is female infidelity and how it affects the women that cheat and the men who were uh, cheated on and then of course we have ponder and I would love some more information I have put out and I know I've mentioned it on some past episodes um, but um, I have here I'm just going to bring it up here on my computer Um, So I've put out a few posts on social media and I believe I've mentioned it on here um, as well as I was starting to say before I cut myself off. Um, But I'm going to circle back around. So if you've got a pencil or you have a good memory or you can just hit pause and rewind on your uh, podcast uh, platform here, these are some things I'm looking for. Some of them might hit you right off the top some of them may not affect you at all or you have experience or you don't have any opinions about it but this is what i'm looking for and i would love for you to email these to me rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com you know my website is rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and you can email me from there so there's no excuses that you couldn't get it to me (laughs) okay so I have um, one already that's in but I do want some more feedback on it number of partners Uh, does it matter to you Um, do you want to know how many people your partner slept with before you um, or do you not want to know? What is it that bothers you or doesn't bother you or makes you feel secure, insecure? What are your thoughts on it? Um, when I was younger, for myself personally, um, and new into adulthood and all that, I really felt jealous or uncomfortable knowing if somebody that I was with had been with somebody else. And now at my age here, going on 50, you know, you're not going to run into a virgin, nor would you want to. Um, You know, at this day and age, you want somebody who knows what they're doing. It's a whole different ballpark than when you're 20. Um, And so I don't care one way or the other, you know, and if it comes up, it comes up. It's not... Uh, as taboo as I once felt it would be um, so that's kind of my take on it so I'd love your inf- your um, input not information but your input on it the next one I have asked about a couple of times and I, I, I had a gal that was interested in kind of she sent me a short synopsis but I would love a more of a full understanding is military affairs um Now, my other half now, the Marine, told me of a few things. And when he was deployed, um, his wife was unfaithful. Um, He was gone all the time, right? Because he was across the seas in the military. But he claims he has never been unfaithful. Um, so, and I believe him, he's always a pretty straight shooter about things. You know, he'll sometimes say things that I'm like, you really don't need to tell me that kind of a thing. Um, but, and unfortunately he was cheated on by his last wife and girlfriends. And so, yeah, that's a story for another day that he will share with all of you. But, um, When he was deployed, he watched some of his fellow Marines cheat on their spouses. One thing he did do uh, was when he was not deployed and he was single, some of these military wives were hitting on him and he slept with them. So it's a whole conundrum there. So I'm wanting to get some information, some I always say that damn word, information. I want some insight. I want people to share. And it's always anonymous, of course. You know, was this you? Did you do any of that? Did you cheat? did you have an affair with somebody in the military or you were in the military and and the spouse of somebody who was deployed was there and y'all hooked up, you know, kind of like what I just explained. Um, So I've put that request out before. Another one that I did and I put it on social media and I think it was confusing was called The Dreaded Friend Zone. And the reason why I'm talking about that was because one of the books that I've recently narrated uh, for Audible talked about how to flirt and how to date women via text message or whatever I don't know but one of them was about avoiding becoming uh, the dreaded friend zone so um, what what it's basically saying is you like this woman or you like a man and you become close to them And you're willing to do so much like a friend would to make yourself there. Hello, I'm here. You hear them talking about maybe somebody they're interested in and you're like rooting them on, even though deep down you would prefer to be that person (laughs) and have a relationship with this person that you have a crush on, but they may not know, or they just prefer to keep you in that friend zone. And I think it happens often you know sometimes it'll be your wingman which is of the opposite sex wingwoman, you know however you want to look at it Um, and it's like I'm right here in front of you but you don't see me you see me more as a friend you know so is anybody in that situation so or have have been in there so I want to know a little bit about that and how you um, you know how it ended up you know did you tell this person did you just decide to move on blah, blah 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 all that um okay and then these next two are topics that i actually have some stories for as well and we're going to be doing these first two in january um of sweetheart swindles and i still would love to know more about others. Um, The first one is going to be in January with my first ponder um, and it's actually my best friend's mom that's going through this and she's been dealing with it since what June of this last year of 2021 I mean Um, and it's actually my first one where I've recorded a person talking about a situation but since it wasn't her directly it was her mom or is her mom rather I went to coffee with her and we talked about it there's a little bit of background noise and I'm working on that but this is kind of a, a new um, way of doing this ponder and it was just this one episode and she just lives here in town so it was easy to do but it's like (gasps) when you hear about it and another one is actually um a gentleman that i don't know i've never met but i've spoken with online through a past jobs and uh it's his take when he was uh, swindled and and according to the bankers it is called a sweetheart swindle it's not your typical catfish where you just think you're talking to somebody and you're gonna get married and life is good and all this stuff Uh, no this is where people are using people and um, lying to them manipulating them and they end up sending money And we're talking thousands and thousands of dollars to these people that aren't even real. So in that aspect, yes, kind of like catfish, but um, basically they're playing with your heart and I'm gonna come see you, but I have to do this and you need to send me money or please send me money, you know, all these different things. So I'm excited for those. But if this has happened to you, um, let me know, just shoot me an email and I don't judge and it's always anonymous and one lady was interested but I never heard back and she was really embarrassed about it. Um, And the gentleman that I have this story on, he was very, very embarrassed and he wrote it and it took him, what, about a month and a half just to hit send. He had it like in his drafts. And so, um, yeah, there's that one. And then kind of a funny one in a way, well, kind of, happy endings. I put that one out as well. And actually a friend of mine from high school volunteered his story because I knew um, that it had happened because he had shared it with me. So I would love to know if this has happened with anybody else. I assume typically it's for the males that get massages. But um, if you've been to a massage parlor, whether you knew it or didn't know it going in, um but there are situations where the masseuse may um, cross that healthy line that um, we all know when you're getting a massage, you know, there's certain parts of the body you don't massage, but then there are places though that it is acceptable and I'm not judging at all. I personally would flip out if that happened to me or the Marine, but you know, I, <laughs> I'd be running. Um, but I have, have you done that? Have you gone in and known or didn't know? And I want to know how that experience was for you. And the one that I'll be sharing, um, coming up at some point when I get a little bit more from other people regarding happy endings. Um, yeah, he's very detailed <laughs> about it. Um, and explains You know what what happened and it wasn't sex he didn't have sex with anybody or anything like that but the lady at the massage table did um, I guess you could say pleasure him okay enough on that I wanted to keep this short but listen here I am rambling Um, December 30th of this year i'm coming up on the one-year anniversary of my husband's death Um been doing a lot of therapy uh, since i haven't been working i've just been able to focus on things really trying hard to um allow myself that it's that it's okay I tell myself that it's okay to um be okay and of course i feel like i must be a shitty person because i chose to find a companion or i you know i did i seeked out a new companion i wanted to be with somebody i could do things with travel go to movies something and i honestly have never been really single in my life for very long and um, this was no different. Um, It doesn't mean that I didn't love my husband. I miss him. I would be with him in a heartbeat if he were still here, Um, but at the same time I almost feel like he sent the Marine into my life just because there's a lot of uh, familiar similar values. The Marine and I actually share the same birthday. I'm just seven years younger and I always remind him but his faith political all of those things are are similar and of course there's a lot of differences as well Um, and I do feel sad because some of the family at least my husband's family wrote me off pretty fast and that's okay Uh, They've not experienced this, and and they can assume and feel that I'm over my husband's death. I'll never be over his death. It's just slowly becoming easier to deal with, And, and if you've been listening to me for a long time, you know that I've been through this before. Back in 1997, my first husband committed suicide. My daughter was with him. He damn near took her with him. He did carbon monoxide poisoning in the garage, and she was in the house and I was in the process of uh, relocating for her and I, uh, because I was moving out, because our marriage, we got married at 18, and by the time we were 24, it, was, it wasn't a healthy situation. But he was to have her that night, take her to daycare the next day and get it all squared away at her new daycare. And I was starting a new job. Um, and yeah. That's how that one unfolded. And it was a different scenario than this time. Completely different reasonings. One person wanted to be alive, the other person didn't want to be alive. I mean, in my age and my thought, so much is so much changes between your twenties and your forties. So I'm doing okay. I um I went ahead and celebrated Christmas this year, even though I didn't think I could made it it was just small and simple um and I did okay and I am prepared for the one year and hoping that 2022 uh, everybody is better (laughs) COVID crap you know I mean can we get back to normal and I don't like the phrase new normal I think that's a bullshit phrase that's just my opinion um, let's see here. I, you know, want to travel. I, I just have a lot to do. But since I have been home since October, <laughs> I feel so lazy. I feel like I have no energy because I feel lazy. But turned out I had some hormones out of whack. So working on that, and that's helped. Um, and I kind of went a little berserk with things. Like I love to craft and I love to be organized and I'm still trying to reorganize since the Marines got all his stuff here. I feel like I, uh, <laughs> I can't get things where they need to be to feel not cluttered. I can't stand clutter and my house is tiny. So it's been challenging. So what do I do? I buy a bunch of crafting stuff. Yeah, smart, right? And, um, but organizing stuff too. And so I keep trying to reach for this dream okay if everything can just get organized and everything has its place i'll feel good but what do i do i buy more shit not so smart and i think i've rambled long enough i will be back february 6th uh 4th if you're on the patreon um, subscription and here's to ending 2021 and i will talk with you in 2022 Don't forget to send your stories and input for Ponder episodes. Goodbye and see you in 2022.